Here's what's cooking on all new Sports Stove Podcast. We are getting you ready for a crazy sports weekend. We're going to talk college football, NFL, and Major League Baseball. That's what's cooking on the day's Sports Stove Podcast. From Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network, you're listening to the Sports Stove Podcast with your host, Vince Stover. Welcome in to an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Podcast. I am Vince Stover, your host, joined as I am every Wednesday evening by my dad, Dale Stover. Dad, how you doing? Good, doing good. Looking forward to it. Plenty of things to talk about today, so let's get it started with college football as there's been some craziness going on in college football this year. As a matter of fact, so much craziness that as of this recording, Syracuse, Kansas, Illinois, James Madison, all in the top 25. Uh, we went through our, our conferences throughout the uh, pre preseason coming into the college football season, and I don't think either of us were really high on any of those teams as far as being ranked this year. I don't think any of us saw that coming. Yeah, it's been a great year for college football, I think, because you don't, you know, it's not as cut and dried. I think even at the top, it's a little open to see exactly where it's going to end up. But definitely in the middle, after you get to the top, what, six, eight teams, it's been wide open. And I think that's good for college football. I know it's good for fans, for more teams to uh, be having a good year. And it'll be very interesting down the line now with the transfer portal and things like that. You know, some of these schools, like the ones you mentioned, uh, will they suddenly be able to attract people, um, you know, quickly where they couldn't before? And probably some of these um, teams are doing better. The transfer portal has maybe affected it a little bit. And, um, yeah, I think it's been been very exciting and going to come down the next few weeks here. Um, definitely that way because, again, you're in conference play now. So there's going to be some teams going to have to get beat um, down the line here in the next couple of weeks. I mean, these teams, as soon as they get good, they're going to lose their coaches. And then, <laughs> and then and then they'll fall back down again, depending on who they hire. So, I mean, Illinois is the interesting one, I think. Brett Bielema is a very good coach. Um, he's going to have opportunities, I would guess, to leave Illinois this year um, at the end of this season, at the very least. So, uh, yeah, the Kansas coach has already been talked about, He's but he's only, this is his first year at Kansas. So, how is that going to work? Brett Bielema... I mean, you got you already got jobs open. You're going to have more jobs open here in the coming weeks as well. Is, is Bielema going to stay at Illinois, or is he going to take a better job? Um, I think he'll stay at Illinois because, again, you're in the Big Ten. The Big Ten is doing real well right now, and I think he's proving that he can build a good team there at Illinois. Again, I think, you know, if he can recruit well, uh, there's plenty of players there. And I think now the Big Ten, you know, it used to be, well, you know, everybody would look to go to the SEC, and that's still probably a place people want to coach. But I think the Big Ten has become more viable in the last few years. So I, I wouldn't see him changing maybe in a year or two, you know, when the right job came up. But the jobs that are open right now, 
I don't think he would could do a lot better maybe than he's going to do at Illinois um, in the Big Ten. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about Nebraska. Wisconsin, although I don't think Wisconsin's necessarily open. I think they've got the guy they want. Uh, Arizona State as well. So, um, you know, Nebraska and Illinois at this time in history, it doesn't seem like it'd be that much better of a job, although Nebraska's fan base is one of the most loyal fan bases there are. Um, and their history is better than the Illini football program. Yes. But I don't know, you know, I don't know if that's the jump you want to make in the Big Ten. Uh, either at some point, Jim Harbaugh will be gone from Michigan. Um, you know, so Penn State might open up at some point. Who knows? So, uh, yeah, maybe he stays. I think Bielema is great for the Big Ten. I don't think he needs to go outside of the Big Ten. I think he fits well there in the conference. Um, top, you know, seven teams, maybe I guess we could top eight teams or all teams that are looking like they could be a playoff team. Uh, some people would argue that Ole Miss, Penn State, uh, would fit in that as well. I don't. Uh, but that being said, I don't remember seeing as much movement at the top but from undefeated teams. We've seen Alabama and Georgia at the top switch spots multiple times. We saw Clemson jump Michigan this week, uh, jumping uh, into fourth over Michigan. Now, again, these are the AP polls. At the end of the day, it's not that big a deal because once the college football playoff polls come out, that'll kind of settle everything in a little bit. But it just seems like there's a lot of movement. USC and Oklahoma State both dropped this week, still undefeated. Michigan dropped this week, still undefeated. Alabama dropped this week, still undefeated. Um, so it's just intriguing to kind of see how they're doing it so far this year and kind of the the way that it's playing out at this point. But I want to talk about some games this week. I'm going to give – I don't know if you've had a chance to look at the schedule. There are a ton of ranked opponents versus ranked opponents. And then there's a couple – Ranked opponents versus non-ranked opponents that I like this week too. So let's start with the ranked versus ranked. Are there is there a game? Give me two games if you got them uh, of ranked opponents that you like this week. Well, the Michigan Michigan Penn State game, you know, is a big game there. I, I think Penn yeah. State could could easily beat Michigan, and then you know that would change some things there. Um, that that that's a, a big game. I believe it's at Penn State and. Um, I think that's a big one to watch. And even though I guess I'd be a little prejudiced, I think the Alabama-Tennessee game is going to be very interesting. Um, Tennessee has really played well. Alabama, while they're undefeated, you know, when you watch them play, they do some things that are uncharacteristic of a Nick Saban team at times. Uh, and this game will be at Knoxville. Um, it's funny, I, you know, the, the the coach there at Tennessee said after the Florida game, he had never seen anything like that. Well, he, he would have never seen anything like this <laughs> if they were to beat Alabama. I don't know that they will beat Alabama, but I think they have confidence. They do play well. They're, they're closer talent-wise than they have been in the last few years. <laughs> and I, I think that that's a good game. But like you said, there are several good games on the docket this week. Yeah, if Bryce Young plays, Alabama wins. If Bryce Young doesn't play, I think Tennessee pulls this one off. Um, they The offense is the best in the nation. The defense is a lot better than people realize. Um, Josh Heupel has done a phenomenal job there. Tennessee's back. Now, whether or not they beat Alabama, whether or not they beat Georgia in a few weeks, I, I'm, not, I'm not ready to say that yet. But if you're talking about a two-loss team, uh, that means they're back. And uh, it's I'll tell you, it's exciting to see 
that fan base uh, reignited here throughout this season. Uh, two games that I'll give you of ranked opponents, Oklahoma State and TCU, uh, I think is a really important game uh, there. Who is Oklahoma State? They, you know, they look like they were it. They were really good last year. They struggled a little bit uh, uh, last week, but they still win, still undefeated. They're the higher ranked team. TCU, I believe, is the favorite in this game. And uh, so that's an interesting one as well. So I think that's a one to watch. And then NC State, Syracuse. Syracuse is the favorite in this game. And uh, I just think NC State's the better team. So I think NC State wins that one, maybe knocks Syracuse back down to earth. But we will see on that. Um, There are plenty of other games uh, that we won't take time to talk about tonight. UK versus Mississippi State. Utah versus USC are all big ones and important ones as well. Um, and then do you have a ranked versus an unranked game that you're interested in this week? Well, I think Clemson and Florida State is a very obvious one. Clemson Clemson went up in the rankings, and mm-hmm. obviously if they was to go to, to Tallahassee, win the game there and win it impressively, they, they would, I think, keep their spot up there at the top. Um, you know, we've kind of wondered about Clemson and the quarterback all year, and I think this will be – this would be a good game. Florida State is definitely improved no matter what, where their record ends up this year. But this would be a big win for them. And, of course, this has always been a big game. So I, I think that one's very interesting. I think it gets ugly in Oklahoma this week, Dad. Kansas, Oklahoma, I think Kansas wins this game. And I'm not sure that Brent Venables can survive even a whole year if he loses to Kansas. And Kansas is a good team. But uh, things are getting ugly already. I think they need to give him time. And I think if they give him time, he can build through the recruiting, through the transfer portal and things like that with time. I don't know that they can survive this season, though. If he can survive this season, if they keep losing, I think, though, Kansas right now is the better team. And I think Kansas wins that game against Oklahoma. Um, Vanderbilt's playing Georgia this week, Dad. Any chance... Uh, Vanderbilt looks respectable in this game. Um, I don't think so. You know, Vanderbilt has <laughs> definitely improved. There's no doubt about that. They have some better players. They're going to win, you know, some games, I think, yet in the conference as, as the season maybe goes on. But Georgia, you know, Georgia had a little lapse there, but I, I think they're back, um, you know, to being tough. And I, 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 it'd be hard for Vanderbilt to play with them, I believe. Yeah, and there's there's plenty of good games, though, right? Illinois, Minnesota, I mean, you talked about that one the other day. Um, Texas, Iowa State's going to be, you know, could be interesting, although Quinn Ewers looks like he's the guy in Texas right now, uh, the way they looked against Oklahoma last week. But is it Oklahoma was bad, or is it Texas is good? Uh, we'll see about that. Ole Miss and Auburn and the SEC are playing each other, and I guess that's the unranked ones other than, Uh, James Madison and Georgia Southern. I don't know anything about Georgia Southern, so I won't comment on that game there as well. So good stuff going on in college football. Um, And we'll talk about Matt Rule in a minute, but uh, jobs are opening and will continue to open, and there are going to be good coaches available for those jobs as well. Uh, Let's go to the NFL. We're going to try to keep this one moving today as we've got uh, other obligations to get to. Um, But... uh, uh, we'll start with our pick sixes, and then we'll talk about these games. Uh, I made some ground on you this week, Dad. I was uh, four and two. You were two and four. And so uh, I am now 14 and 16 on the year. You are 16 
and 14 on the year. So we're right there uh, close by and everything. So the way we do it, if you're joining us for the first time, me and Dad pick six games every week to pick against the spread. Uh, we pick the primetime games, so Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night, and then we get to pick any three games of our choice after that uh, that we would like to. So we'll start with the Thursday night game. Chicago at home hosting the Washington Commanders. Chicago a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Dad, where you go with uh, an interesting matchup here, Chicago and Washington? Uh, it's interesting because they're close. As far as yeah. being an interesting game, I don't know about that. <laughs> it but, can't uh, be any worse than last week's game. Well, there, there you go. So we got. I'm going to pick Washington. Um, I, I think, I think they'll win the game. They should have won last week, um, really, with the Titans there at the end. And um, again, I'm just not convinced about Chicago. Chicago. This is a home game for Chicago. But um, I'm, I'm going to go with Washington to um, win this one. I'm with you on that one, Dan. I picked Washington as well, plus one and a half, which basically means they need to win uh, for the most part. But uh, I just think Washington has the more complete team. Chicago, we saw some positives out of them last week, but I don't know. This is a hard one. I think Washington gets their second win of the season uh, against Chicago on Thursday. Sunday night, an NFC East matchup. Philadelphia, four-and-a-half-point favorites versus Dallas. Uh, Dallas just keeps winning, and so does Philadelphia. So something's got to give this week. Which way do you go with Dallas and Philadelphia? Four-and-a-half points for Philadelphia. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Philadelphia. I think they're for real. Um, so it's kind of like, how about them Eagles and oh, fly away, Cowboys fly away. Oh so, boy. But I'm going to go with uh, the Eagles in this one. I picked the Eagles as well. I don't like picking the Eagles for the main reason, because they're undefeated at some point they've got to lose yeah. and Dallas just keeps winning. But I keep thinking at some point Dallas has to lose too. They have a backup quarterback. Um, they, they've not been, they've not been great. And Philadelphia, I think that they are the leaders in the division, although I still think it's a decent division. Uh, but I'm going to go Philadelphia hesitantly. If I had to pick this game, if this was not one that we had to pick, I probably would have stayed away from it. Uh, but I went Philadelphia as well. So, so far Philadelphia's at home. And I think yes. that, that will help in this one too. It should, it definitely should. All right, so so far we picked the same teams. Uh, Monday night, the Los Angeles Chargers, five-and-a-half-point favorites, hosting the pathetic Denver Broncos. Your boy Nathaniel Hackett has not shown up yet this year. Uh, Russell Wilson has not shown up yet this year. Um, which way do you go Monday night? Um, this is kind of a tough one because of the line, I think, with five-and-a-half. But I'll go with the Chargers. I think the Chargers will come out and play. At some point, you think Denver has to turn this around, but I don't know that it will be this week, and this is a home game for the Chargers, so I will go with the Chargers. Home for the Chargers really doesn't mean anything, uh, as they don't have really any fans out in Los Angeles. But uh, I thought this was an easy pick. I went with the Chargers as well. Uh, Denver, I think, is just an absolute disaster. I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense why. But at the end of the day, I'm going Chargers here, minus five and a half as well. All right. So, so far, we've picked the same three three teams. I don't know what other games you picked. So, what's the fourth game that you picked? I took the 
who game, the who day against the who dad. And we got the <laughs> Bengals, Bengals beating the um, Saints, even though it's at New Orleans and against a point and a half there. And I will take the Bengals to win that one. All right. So you're taking the Bengals point and a half. Um, and they are, I stayed away from that game. I looked at it really hard, but I thought, okay, if Andy Dalton plays, then it's a revenge game. Uh, and, you know, I don't know, maybe they end up having something in, in New Orleans with them. I don't know if they get healthy. It looks like Chris Olave is not going to play as well. So I think you probably picked a pretty safe pick there with Cincinnati, but I did stay away from that game myself. My fourth game that I picked is Minnesota, minus three and a half at Miami. Miami starting their third string quarterback. Uh, they're dinged up at wide receiver. I just feel like Minnesota should be able to win this game by 10 points at least. So you're going to say three and a half. I'm going to take it. I go Vikings minus three and a half. Who's your next game? I'll take the underdog here at five and a half with the Giants and Baltimore. Baltimore may win this, but I'm not sure about five and a half. The Giants have played well, and so I'm going to go with the Giants to, to um, um, with the points against Baltimore. I would argue the Giants haven't played well, but they've been scrappy, and they've stayed in games and been able to win games. Um, I did not pick this game, but I think that the Giants maybe take a big, big knock in the face this week. But like I said, I didn't pick it too afraid of it. My fifth game, Dad, is uh, I went with Green Bay. Minus six and a half points. They're playing the Giants. This just seems like that kind of time where Aaron Rodgers comes out and has a massive game and the offense clicks on all cylinders. The Giants are better than they've been. Or excuse me, the Jets are better than they've been, but they're not great yet. And so I felt comfortable going Green Bay here. So I'll go Green Bay minus six and a half for my fifth game. Uh, who's your sixth game of the week? Um, I'm taking Arizona over Seattle by two and a half. I know it's at Seattle, but um, they're they're not good. And I think Arizona <laughs> two and a half, um, they can win this. So that's I'm taking the Cardinals. All right. Uh, the uh, Seahawks are down. They're starting running back for the season. Uh, watch out for Kenny Walker, Kenneth Walker coming in as a rookie, maybe getting some uh, big play fantasy players and look out for that. Uh, they've got other running backs as well, though, so I'm not sure if he'll get the lion's share just yet. Uh, but I did not pick that game. My last game, Dad, you would think I've learned my lesson. I'm picking the Colts, minus one and a half over Jacksonville. It's at Indianapolis. Um, surely they won't lose to Jacksonville again. Uh, whew. again, I, I don't know, man. I <laughs> had a hard time picking my last game. There was a couple that were close and I, a couple that like, uh, what is the, um, Rams are 10 and a half point favorites over Carolina. I thought well, the Rams were going to win that game, but are they going to win by 10 and a half points? I don't know. So I, I stayed away from that one. So I ended up going with Indianapolis minus one and a half. Oh, well, I'm not comfortable with that, but we'll see how it goes. Let's look at the other games going on in the NFL we haven't talked about yet. Cleveland hosts New England. Cleveland is the favorite after the Patriots had their best game of the season last week. Um, and Zappy having quite a rookie season there for New England as well. Cleveland minus three and a half. 
uh, Cleveland's played pretty decent this year. They've not been able to close games out. So I stayed away from this game for that reason, um, with New England looking good last week and Cleveland not being able to close games. How do you think that one shakes out? Um, you know, again, I kind of thought New England wasn't going to be an issue, but they can play good at times. Uh, Cleveland, like you said, has stayed close, but they've found ways to lose ball games. And um, I don't think things are going to stay positive, um, you know, forever there. Of course, they're going to get ideally Deshaun Watson back here at some point, and then that will re-energize them. But right now, that game scared me when I looked at it. Because I, I, because I think you've got um, New England with a real chance. Yeah, I think so too. And I, Bill Belichick going up against Cleveland, he seems to hold a grudge from his time in Cleveland. <laughs> so I stayed away from that one. San Francisco, five and a half point favorites on the road against Atlanta. Atlanta is really dinged up. I don't think we've got two more, any more weeks of Marcus Mariota left. At some point, they've got to get Diggs, uh, not Diggs, they've got to get uh, Pitts involved. Drake London's ding, dinged up as well. Uh, San Francisco, I think, wins this game. They probably cover this game. I just I have a hard time going with Jimmy G, so, so I stayed away from this one as well. San Francisco, Atlanta, how do you lean? Um, San Francisco's played you know much better than I thought they were going to. So I, I think San Francisco right now is a good team, you know, with Jimmy G and the, the defense is playing extremely well. So uh, I think San Francisco will be, be real good in this one. Tampa, eight and a half point favorites on the road against Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett getting his second start for Pittsburgh. I considered going Pittsburgh here with that big spread, but the Tampa defense is really good. So I decided not to go, go that direction. But I think this game is actually a toss-up. I don't, I don't like what I'm seeing out of Tampa on the offensive side of the ball so far this year. Maybe when they get healthy, like they look good. They should win this game, though. Uh, any thoughts on Pittsburgh-Tampa? Yeah, I, I don't think this is a toss-up. I think Tampa will be all over Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's in trouble. And uh, I think Tampa should win this one easily. I mentioned it earlier. The Rams, 10.5-point favorites at home against Carolina. Carolina fires their coach. Baker Mayfield's injured. I believe Sam Darnold's injured. P.J. Walker at quarterback for Carolina. And I love P.J. Walker. I just don't like this matchup. I think Carolina wins. I think they cover, but or excuse me, the Rams win, and I think they cover, but I, the Rams have just not looked like what they looked like last year. So for that reason, I stayed away. But they should win this game easily, right? Well, the Rams, you know, at, at 10 and a half, they have not played that well this year. And this game, the reason this game would scare me is sometimes when you, you get rid of a coach, you know, the players can really rally in the next game. So I just don't know how this one will go. Yeah, if it wasn't P.J. Walker, I might buy into that a little bit, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Buffalo and Kansas City might be one of the better games of the week. Buffalo two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road at Arrowhead. Two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, both of them four-and-one. They gave us one of the best games of last season. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. How do you think this one shakes out? Boy, th this would be a great game. I have no idea. I, they're both played well. They're both having a good year. And, um, you know, this one could go – this one really could go either way. I th would think it would be a very close game. And it should be a good game. But we'll see. Yeah, I like Buffalo in the game. Uh, I'm just down on Kansas City as a whole this year. They've, they've proven me wrong to this point. Uh, but I, I just – I like Buffalo as a more complete team. 
Last question I got for you on the games. Last week we saw uh, Denver and Indy just really ugly. I mean, low scoring, overtime, all that good stuff. Uh, uh, Clippers, the Chargers and the Broncos Sunday night, uh, Monday night, excuse me. How many total points are going to be scored in that game? Um, let's see. I would say maybe only 34. That's exactly what I said. 34 as well. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see how that one shakes out. Uh, with, with, with the chargers, I think there will be some touchdowns at least. There should be. Yeah, there should be. Well, we will see. Um, let's see here. Matt rule gets fired. First, first coach gone so far this season. I think he'll probably be the last coach fired uh, until towards the end of the season. Um, I don't think we'll have any more big news things happen. Of course, Washington, there's a lot of rumble about Ron Rivera maybe as well. Uh, Matt Rule, he never coaches the NFL again, does he? No, I I don't think so. And I think he's a fit in college, and I think he'll get a good college job and do well. Um, but no, I, I wouldn't think he'd go be in the NFL and I would hire him again. Yeah. I think he'll get hired if he wants to, I think he'll get hired in the college level, be back at college next year. Uh, Tua and Dak both out at least one more week Tua with the concussion Dak with the hand injury, both of them back at practice, neither of them starting this week. Uh, let's start with Dak Allen. We talked about this before Cooper rush has, has done the job, keeps winning games. I like Dak more than you do, but I mean, is there any controversy there in Dallas? You, you surely wouldn't think so, uh, okay. but you never know with, with Jerry Jones, anything is is possible. But again, if the Eagles can win this week, that'll make it an easy, um, you know, to come back in for Dak there. And I think definitely he'll get the shot. Now, if he comes back and struggles, you know, then it, maybe it could get interesting, but you sure wouldn't think so. Miami's in desperate need of a quarterback. Again, they're starting the third-string quarterback, Skylar Thompson, uh, with Bridgewater getting uh, knocked out last week. Um, you know, Tua, you know you know my stance on Tua. I'm not a big Tua guy, but they desperately need him back in the lineup. Um, but, I mean, the chances of him getting concussed again are probably pretty high, especially if Bridgewater got concussed last week. They need to have a little meeting with that offensive line and say, guys, we got to keep these guys off the ground. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely need, need more protection there from that. And, again, too, is, you know, not your big, most durable kind of guy either. But um, I think he gets back in the lineup. They get energized again and do well. But um, just see when they get him back. Uh, let's talk. Are you got anything else for football you want to talk about? Um, no, I don't think so. Like I said, it'll be an interview. You know, the NFL has really been interesting. I think it'll be interesting again this week. You don't know who's going to win and lose. And, um, like I said, college football is really a good year. So we'll see. Hopefully the Packers will rebound. Yes. Uh, hopefully they do. Let's talk major league baseball. Um, we, as we record this, the Phillies and Braves are currently in a rain delay, uh, zero, zero. Uh, and then the Padres and Dodgers will pitch later tonight. So by the time most people listen to this, these games will be over with, and whatever we say about them will not matter. But uh, Philadelphia took the 1-0 lead in the series over Atlanta. Kind of surprising. Atlanta came back and made it a game, but Philadelphia, they had the bats rolling in game one. 
Uh, is are is Atlanta going to catch them, uh, or is Philadelphia just they got the, the momentum right now? Yeah, Philadelphia has the momentum, and um, the, so that'll be interesting. With Atlanta losing the first one, you know, you don't want to get down here a lot. Um, it's kind of like you said on the last podcast. You know, the the teams that got to play in the wild card thing, you know, probably had momentum and was going there, and so far they've you know. They, even though they didn't all win, they've kept they've kept looking pretty good, and I think Philadelphia this could this could really be interesting. They could make a run here. They could. Um, I'm not ready to go all in on the Phillies just yet, but uh, they got good pitching staff. They made some some good additions this year. Uh, the the lineup is loaded as long as they're hitting well, and they were hitting well the other night. So we'll see if they can keep it up. But again, the Braves did fight back in that game. And, uh, and that's why I'm not ready to, to go all in on the Phillies just yet. Staying in the National League, the Dodgers did defeat San Diego. So the Dodgers have 1-0 as of this recording. They won 5-3. Um, the Dodgers are really, really good. And uh, they, don't, they don't have as much depth, though, especially in the pitching, as they had at the beginning of the season because of injuries and things like that. Uh, so San Diego might be able to make this a series. But I just feel like the Dodgers probably just have maybe too much for them. But San Diego's got a pretty loaded lineup too. So, uh, what do you expect to see out of this one? Um, I, you know, the Dodgers are really, really good. So I would think the Dodgers will, you know, move through. But like you said, I mean, San Diego, you know, ha- has a really strong lineup, and they really underachieved. You know, after they picked everybody up. I really thought they'd make a move, you know, to, in the division, and they struggled. But boy, again, they've they've got talent, so yeah. you know, you it, it could be an interesting series. But the, like I said, the Dodgers are awful good, and they've been here. Yeah, the Padres, if I remember right, I think they went up. Uh, no, they didn't. I'm sorry. The, the Dodgers were up five nothing. San Diego scored three in the fifth, and the final was five to three. So um, again, a ball game at the very least. American League, Seattle made it interesting. Houston wins on the, the walk-off. I think Houston's the team to beat in, in for everything this year. Um, Seattle's a fun team to cheer for, though, and uh, hopefully they can make this one interesting. I wouldn't be shocked, though, if Houston sweeps them. Seattle, it's interesting because I think, you know, there's no expectations there. They can play loose. Um, they have talent and, um, you know, they're not expected to win, and again, they've they've got a good team. You know, uh, I thought they were going to win that one yesterday. So I, I do agree with you. Houston is probably the best team over there in the American League, but Seattle's a scary team because they do have talent. They've got some young players, and like I said, I think they can play loose. They just go, they can just go out there and take a shot at it. I think there is pressure on Seattle. I think the fact that there is still a lot of just vitriol against Houston for the cheating stuff, I think that Seattle might feel the weight of we've got to beat these guys for everybody else. Um, and I, I, mean, I think that as the series goes on, if they get down 3-0, then they might get loosey, loose, loose just because, well, now it's, you know, it is what it is, but I don't know. I'm, I think Houston dominates this series. New York Yankees, Cleveland Guardians. Yankees win the first round four to one. Um, Cleveland, again, Cleveland has deceptively good. People don't realize 
how good Cleveland is. But the Yankees, again, when their bats are going, they're really hard to beat. Yeah, you know, we talked about this going into the playoffs. Cleveland, I think, can win this. You know, Cleveland, they like you said, they have some ability. I don't think the Yankees are guaranteed to roll through this at all. And um, this should this should come down to be a really good series. It'd be interesting to see how the New York pitchers uh, pitch in this series. Uh, Garrett Cole took the first game and was able to win. But, um, again, that's an area that's of concern for the Yankees as well, the pitching staff uh, that is there. All right. Anything else you want to cover before we uh, we'll call a little bit of a shorter episode tonight? But uh, anything else you want to cover? Uh, no, like I said, the baseball playoffs are, are really good, and I think they're going to continue that way. It'll be a big weekend with baseball. And, again, college football is going to be exciting for us Tennessee fans. This is, you know, it's been a long time since we've had a game with Alabama when, hey, we, we've probably really got a chance at this. So we will see. And, boy, that would be quite the, quite the scene to be in Knoxville this weekend, no doubt about that. And, um but a Penn State Michigan game, I'm really interested in that. So we will um, we'll see how it goes in football. Like I said, I think the Packers will rebound, um, but they've been a little bit of mystifying so far. So we'll see. All right, yeah, it's a great weekend. Great weekend for sports. It's going to be a fun weekend uh, all the way around, starting Thursday night, rolling into Friday high school football, Saturday college football, Sunday NFL football, and of course baseball sprinkled in there as well follow us on twitter and instagram at sports stove we sure appreciate you taking the time to listen wherever you're listening to us go ahead and rate review and subscribe that helps us out all the way around as well we'll be back next week with more sports news and opinions until then we'll see you around the sports stove